This is getting better and better. Get some recipes. Look at that. Yes, sir. You haven't peaked yet. Mmm, I just can't, mm, I just can't wait. That's a lesson that games are not played on paper. No. But they're played on the field. I told you guys, I told you. I told you. Welcome to Evolve, a lifestyle brand that disrupts conventional thinking and challenges you to evolve your soul, evolve your body, evolve your mind, and evolve your tribe. And now, it's time to disrupt. You have value, and you are not alone. When I close my eyes, I can see a whole different world. Wow, yeah. that's what I want to do, man. Welcome to Evolve Your Mind, part of the Evolve Your series of shorts that gives you real-world stories and ideas that disrupt your current thinking and spark your evolution. Today, I'm fortunate to be joined by one of my co-hosts, W. Miles Riley. Miles, welcome to Evolve Your Mind. Thank you, Steve Cutler, Cutler Dr. Cutler. Doctor's How my brother, but I will take it. I'm good. I'm good tonight. Uh, you know, I wanted to have you on to the Evolve Your Mind piece because one of the things that I've noticed about you is you're a voracious, excuse me, voracious reader. Uh, in fact, some people don't know this. We used to have a book club back in the day. We got uh, mocked uh, on a regular basis that we had our man book club and uh, but you, you've always been a reader, and I think that one of the things that I've noticed in life is that there are a massive subset of the population that just never read. In fact, I've had several people tell me that they uh, haven't read a book since high school, and they tend to be fairly bland, boring people that I avoid, uh, that I don't like to talk to on a regular basis, but then people who are successful people who have found success in different parts of their life all of them are voracious readers and you're one of them so i wanted to talk to you about reading today and how people can uh create a habit of reading but also have a desire for reading so what what got you into reading in the first place well again let's let's flip this a little bit you said a lot of people most successful people are usually big readers. I'm going to flip that in. I'm not successful, but I am a great reader. So anyway. <laughs> and I'll disagree I, with I you, but we'll talk later about that. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you disagree. Um, part of it is, again, uh, a woman a long time ago who was a mystic um, into the New Age stuff said to me that I have a young spirit like i this is my first go round on this planet you well, and I'm as much as i you baby soul from now on you got yeah, a baby soul. yeah i like that baby soul baby soul and as much as as much as i kind of looked at her with this kind of like yeah right um there was this feeling that i've had that i am attracted to everything there is nothing that i am not attracted to i you know i want to do it i I want to play chess. I want to read philosophy. I want to understand quantum physics. I want to learn how to cook better. I want to learn how to expand my piano playing, and 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 just generally reading. All this, this so you, you walk into a bookstore. I walk into a bookstore and I get anxiety, because I wish they would create a form of reading where you could put the book to the side of your head and absorb what's in the book. Just you know, right there. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with just, you. I get so just, I, I, I get so happy and giddy in a bookstore. 
Yeah, yeah. And you you walk into a library. Oh my God, mm. and it's quiet. Love the smell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, man. That scares so, a lot of people, though. Bookstores, libraries—that you know, scares people. Well, I, you know what? I'm going to defend people right now. I'm going to defend some people because I, I think uh, our society, our culture, has has moved at such a rapid pace that our level of patience—you know—a book. You, you have to invest emotionally and intellectually into a book. You have to invest yourself. Unlike when you look at a movie or you know television or whatever, that's, that's a pretty passive way of absorbing information. Yeah, but a totally. book you have to engage. Yeah, and our so. technology is our technology has led us so far down this path of the instant fix, the instant hit, that you know you get these great writers and they sit there spending all their time thinking, should I use and or or? You know, and, and 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 they take their time to write these luscious sentences and put them together in narrative structures. And well, we we don't have the patience for that anymore. And I can feel it. I can feel that it takes a little extra effort for me to read now than it did 30 years ago. Because so there's, I'm there's a lot of aware things of this. Temp tempting you and pulling you away. Yeah, and you look up, and, you know, you go, you know, yeah. 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 And I've been caught going on YouTube, looking at a two-minute video here, a five-minute video here, where you look at music videos and everything is so quick. And then you sit down and you tell yourself, well, I think I'm going to read Infinite Jest. <laughs> and I brought that book up for mm. a reason because I just purchased it. And, you know, it's, it's 1,100 pages. And when I first pick it up to read it, I get a little anxiety and I have to settle into it and wait for that rhythm to hit. Once the rhythm hits, I'm in it. I can read it. I can yeah, go on. Yeah. But but changing to that rhythm, I get anxiety. You know. But there was so, a. I, I love how you're talking about the rhythm because there is a rhythm to a lot of this. When I if you pick up your social media and you're going through it or you watch a YouTube video, there's a thirty second rhythm. There's an eight second rhythm. There's a two minute rhythm. Yeah. Right? Do you go through these rhythms? When you shift over to reading, you've got a longer rhythm. Right. And that's right. scary for a lot of people. A lot of people struggle yeah. with an attention span that long. Yeah. Yeah. And then and on, on top of that, then you have to acclimate yourself to the rhythm of the writing. So hmm. first you just have a change of media, the medium, the, the book itself. All right. That's very different from when you're looking at videos. But now you have to contend with the the writing style of whatever particular writer you're reading. And and I have I've had books where I've started them and put them down, started them and put them down. It took me, I remember a year before I actually dug into Ulysses. I would pick up James Joyce's book and I would read two pages and say, what the fuck is this? And put it down and do yeah, it again. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. And then and 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 then you say to yourself, okay, I'm trying to read this like I'm reading a self-help book or something else, this is going to require a whole nother mindset. And so you sit on your couch, you dim the lights to a little bit, you tell yourself, I'm in this for the long haul. And when you take your time and you start to figure out how the writer is using language, then the next thing you know, you're in it. 
you're in it. Now you get mad when somebody comes over and says, hey, do you want to do this? No, God damn it, I'm reading. Don't break my rhythm. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Go no, away. You're right, though. I've had that same experience. And you've got, I think sometimes you've got to set yourself up for the right environment. Talk about the environment. Because I think if for somebody who is not a reader that needs to become a reader, and I'm not talking about the wants to become a reader, because very few people say, well, I'd like to wake up today and become a reader. But you need <laughs> to become a reader because you need to become a better person. You need to be the person that's not hanging your entire confidence on the number of likes and comments you get. So someone that needs to become a reader, talk to them about the environment that you set up. Yeah, I, I, I try to make sure that there's very little distractions. I will, I will turn devices off, not, not mm -hmm. have them go dark. Yeah. I turn yeah. them off because um, that takes a little bit of effort to turn them on. So the phone will go off. The iPad will go off, the computers, everything is off. Um, I usually get my son three to four days a week. Um, I can't do – well, I can do some reading when he's here because he he has his own little setup. But just being aware of him, you know, makes it a, just a slightly more difficult to read. So when he yeah. leaves, once he leaves in the house, I can, I can almost feel the silence. I guess that would be a good way – to encapsulate what I'm saying. When I can feel the I silence. I like that perspective. Feel the silence, yeah. Yeah, when I can feel the silence, I know this is going to be a good time to sit down, crack open a new book, or continue on uh, a book that I've been reading for quite some time. That's your shirt right there that we're going to create. Feel the silence. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> sit down, feel the silence. <laughs> silence feels different. And I think there is a big difference between if I'm sitting and being entertained. I mean, it's essentially mental masturbation if I'm sitting watching a movie where things are blowing up. But there's great stuff. You, you know, you're talking about getting into a book. And then when you get interrupted, you're like, don't interrupt me. I feel that way every single time I sit down with an Ernest Hemingway book. I love Hemingway's yeah. writing. I love how bold and direct he is. I love the fact that he doesn't uh, use a lot of flowery words. He doesn't do a huge setup. There's times right. where he's using four different people that are talking and he doesn't say, and then John said this, like you just, you read the conversation right. as if you're sitting there and you're watching it and you're expected to know what's going on, which is yeah. a certain level of attention span that you've got to have with this. Right. And right. oh my gosh, it's amazing. It is absolutely a, amazing what it does for your life. It's an existential shift. Yeah. That's why you get upset when people pull you out of it. Because whether, whether you realize it or not, you have actually shifted your entire being to these moments. And, and there's this, 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 this brown or white page with these, these marks on it. And these marks, they go inside you. And if you read them slowly enough, they start to affect you. And you and once you're there, you don't want to be interrupted. No. I don't want no. to be interrupted. I, you know? Go ahead. I'm but sorry. it does something. <laughs> it shifts your soul. I mean, I'm telling you. I, yeah. So recently, it was, it was really interesting. I love connecting with our guests after the fact. Um, and the last 
two guests that we've had. In fact, one of the guests, I was blown away because he's been a lot of, on a lot of podcasts and he reached out to me afterwards. He said, Steve, that was by far the best podcast I've ever been on. And then the next guest reached out to me afterwards and said, wow, you and Miles asked some questions that got me thinking. And I learned a lot from the questions that you guys asked. And I'll tell mm. you, the questions come from a thoughtful space that we develop. I, at least I'm saying from me. I, I, you tell no, me. You're right. No, you're right. It comes from that thoughtful space that, that, that is reading. We read and that's where this it's the same mental and emotional and physical space where you're reading and you're absorbing that allows you to ask thoughtful questions that make other people yeah. question what they're doing in life and why they're doing it. Yeah, I've had I, I have actually have a theory of it that I call the theory of cross pollination. And mm, it's correct. it's when you take two books or two or more books that have disparate subject matter and you read them and you absorb them and then all of a sudden you start mixing them and you start coming up with original ideas based on these two disparate books and I've had that happen so often and you when it happens your body tingles because it's another form of the creative process when you can marry two things that have just don't seem like they have anything in common. You know, I'm reading a book about quantum physics and I'm reading a cookbook and then I'm standing in my kitchen and I say, I'm quantum cooking. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I mean yeah, you see these parallels and life becomes very beautiful. Yeah. All right, so, yeah. so rapid fire questions here for you, okay? So I want to I want to oh. shift from our philosophical and I want to go into some oh. rapid fire questions. So for somebody who's not reading right now, one quick tip that they need to start doing silencing themselves okay second question is what is the first book that they should read based on your opinion animal farm okay what's the one book that every single person in the world should read psychological types by carl jung okay funniest book that you've read recently Oh, this was a series of books. It was a bunch of them. Um, oh, I can see it. I can't think of the name of it. Uh, it was about um, this Jeeves the Butler. It was it was a series of British books about this butler. And I've read it so long ago. I'm glad you asked me that question because that makes me want to go hunt for these books again. It was a series this writer had written a bunch of books. Actually, they made movies based on these old black and white films were actually made. P.G. Woodhouse is the author. I remember that. P.G. Okay. Woodhouse. By, by, the find the name. Books. I'm going to put it in the show notes so people can find it, okay? Okay. So find the names and we'll put it in the show notes. Last question, question I've got for you. What's the number one book you're reading right now? Well, I started Infinite Jests and it's a big... I've actually gone online and read some... Uh, some critiques about the book and what it was because in the beginning, again, you know, I'm looking for that shift to get absorbed in the book. So I started the book, but then two days ago, I had a long conversation with a friend of mine and we were talking about mob movies. And he said, 
um, he asked me had I read The Godfather because I love The Godfather movies. I said no. Oh yeah, I love. And he literally, and he he just tore into me. So I went on Amazon. The Godfather will be here tomorrow. <laughs> so I think <laughs> I'm gonna be, put Infinite Jest down. I, do. I love that movie. I got to read those books. Oh, I heard the books were phenomenal. So I'm gonna okay. put Infinite right. Jest down, and The Godfather shows up tomorrow. Okay, as soon as I finish the one I'm on, I'm going to read The Godfather. Well, and on that note, folks, it is time to wrap up another episode of Evolve Your Mind. Uh, Miles, thanks for joining me on this today. What a great conversation. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it feels so good guys, to be a guest. Yeah, it's fun, huh? You're on the other side of things. Uh, guys, yeah. file, uh, follow Miles. His Instagram is wmiles.riley. So W-M-Y-L-E-S dot Riley, R-I, or excuse me, R-E-I-L-L-E-Y. Um, yeah. And you're going to see some amazing food on there. So when we talk about cross-pollination and growth and evolution in many areas of life, you'll see Miles uh, posting some amazing food, which also comes from a cookbook that he reads <laughs> on a regular basis. <laughs> And folks, uh, we want to really challenge you to get out there and evolve your mind to uh, read a book. Uh, if you haven't read in a long time, start small, five minutes. Uh, expand it to six or seven the next week. Pretty soon you're sitting down and you're reading for 30 to 60 minutes a day and your life is going to be enriched uh, in ways that you can't even imagine. So that your mind expands and you are disrupting your current pattern of thinking. And now it's and can I leave uh, time you for you. something. No, Let me just really fast. Leave them with something. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're not, if you're not, <laughs> if you're not reading a book, if you're not, because you don't know what you want, go do some research and look at titles. Like hunt for something that speaks to your soul. You don't have to just pick up any book. Hunt for a book that speaks to your soul, and the engagement will be a lot better if you do that. So sometimes you just need to research what you would like to read, topics you would like to read. That's it. Yeah. And then give yourself a deadline that you're going to start reading tomorrow. That's awesome. And thank you, our listeners, for disrupting your day to spark evolution, to evolve your mind. And now it's time for you to get out there and evolve. And evolve. <laughs>